0: Hey guys, it's 2024 and another bunch of episodes coming your way with the X bad Brad Podcast. What's up? Uh, this is my first episode into the year. I thought I'd, I'd, I'd release it around the time about half of us have quit our... New Year's resolutions. Um, just to celebrate it, <laughs> my <laughs> one of my resolutions was to do more episodes, and so this this feels good to get it off on the wrong foot, <laughs> right off the bat. We're we're done with it. Um, what's going on with you guys? Um, w- what I just said is 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 a actual statistic. So apparently, about twenty percent. So about one fifth of the people drop out one week into Jan, that, that's really pathetic. About one fifth, you know, so out of a uh, hundred people, 20 people, one weekend are like, nope, this is terrible. This was a bad idea. I'm quitting. And then by the end of Jan, it's actually by the end of Jan that about 43% of the people quit. So about almost half, right? And, uh, I think these stats, anytime we have to quote these stats, they're research done in, in, in the U.S. So I would imagine uh, in Dubai, I kind of kind of I sit there and think what, would, what it would be. And, and then I laughed because I thought, well, this whole New Year's resolution stuff isn't exactly part of the culture here. So about 50% would not have said any. <laughs> so you're ahead of the game, you in, a, in in a sense, right? you don't set these things, you don't quote them. Uh, maybe, maybe I should get that as a slogan. Don't set, no need to quit or don't set, don't quit. Um, do you think people get it? I don't know. Anywho, um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that's the problem here. So I wouldn't even know how many people, how quickly quit out here. How many people, uh, said anything, um, I'm not going to lie. Most of my (laughs) – I did something – I've been – I'm not on a minimalist lifestyle thing. But last year when I got diagnosed with ADHD, I just kind of – I've been trying to work out what's best. How do I best operate my brain, right? And uh, some of the things. And I think this doesn't necessarily apply to like – to to people with ADHD, I think this is something most of us can take away uh, and try to practice a little bit more, especially in this day and age, right? So I I looked at it and I thought I need to like slow down stuff and reduce stuff. Um, it just makes as it is like I'm overwhelmed a bit more than normal. And uh, you lack a bit of dopamine, so you're, you're finding more ways to hit it, sometimes in reckless ways. And that was very interesting to me as well. So I, I, I to combat that, I was kind of like, what can I reduce and eliminate? And what can I um, say no to more often? And man, it's been liberating in some sense because... Uh, like, well, you know, coming back to New Year's resolution, like I was joking about setting them, but what I really did, I honestly did, was like I reduced the number of things um, on my list. I cut out stuff that I, you know, I've been kind of rolling over for a few years, pretending one day I'll do it, and it felt good to just go. You know what? This year, I, I've just got these two things, just two things. That's all. I, I cut it down to two things because i went even if i just and and within those two things i, I reduced the uh the the, thing, the the level of achievement i wanted right so everybody i don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called big hairy audacious goals or whatever you know corporate terms like you try to set a bigger goal and i always looked at it and went how do you why do you want to co- constantly grow by 20 30% if you're making Huge profits already. I, I I get some of the reasoning behind it, but I also went like it, it. sounds like you constantly have to grow and expand and do something to it. And in some ways, it must be bad, not just for in the environment and blah blah, blah but for you as the company and, and the people in there. Um, so that you know, I'm 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 doing the the opposite of it. I just kind of went what's the point of setting such high goals? And maybe, again, this is something to do with how my brain operates. And I went, what's the point of setting such high goals when I could just, um, let me set it to something that if I achieve it, great. And uh, and then I can reset it, even if it's within the year. Let's say... Um, Let's say you set this goal for the year, and you say, "I'm gonna lose uh, uh, weight," right? Like we take weight. Most of us are in, are in that boat, and if goddamn that boat might sink any time with the way we've been gaining weight. Uh, <laughs> I, I just imagine a bunch of us overweight people on a boat. Uh, anyway, every year I kind of go, "This is the ideal weight." All these figures and medicine and research, blah blah blah, tell me. And and, and every year I fail to get down to it. And I went, man, screw that. Um, I'm just going to lose a kilo. And I know it sounds like nothing. And it's like, why would you set such low goals? Well, mostly because let me see if I can hit the easy one first, right? And even that is hard already. I'm almost a month in and I'm not making a lot of progress towards it. Um, And so rightfully, I was like, let's see if we can achieve it. And so the next thing is, if in the next three months I achieve it, great, I can reset my yearly goal, right? To stay flexible on it. Maybe then I might go, okay, this year, then let's raise the bar. If I've already hit it, let's go for two, right? And, and that's the way I've kind of like, I, I, this isn't some genius talk. I, I, I'm very aware that some smart people may already have been doing this uh, the whole time, but um, I, I think it's lifted a big burden off my shoulders uh, to, to just have these unimaginable unachievable goals well you know i say unachievable maybe for some people it is again like i said i i'm talking from my perspective from my um the way my brain functions and so so it, it it's really helped me ease up and kind of go cool we'll just uh we'll just see how it goes with these smaller so uh, goals so that's what i've done i've reduced the number of goals and i've reduced the amount of achievement within that goal, if that makes sense. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, how this year unfolds. And I think in some sense, I can trick myself and my brain into being happier about it because if I hit the goals, I'll be more motivated. That's my internal uh, conversation going on. I'll be more motivated and I'll, I'll feel a more sense of achievement instead of going, God damn it, it's another year gone and I haven't achieved anything. Uh, I'll tell you through the year if you're listening to my episodes uh, and uh, the, the podcast and following it, I'll, I'll, I'll give you updates on this stuff. Um, but like I said, the very least, it's been really helpful. And, and the other thing I've just done, man, this this one's a hard one. Um, almost uh, weird that I'm on here recording my podcast. I'm about to say this, but I've completely deleted all my social media apps off my phone. And it's been, uh, well, I did it on December on Jan 1st, right? And it wasn't like a rash decision. It'd been something i have been mulling over for like months. And I, I just went, <clears throat> what is the point of it? I, and I'm not going to speak out against social media. I'm not against social media. I think there's a lot of worth um, in it. Uh, my own wife, uh, it's worked wonders for her, for her work specifically. But at this point right now where I am, I kind of went, it, it has nothing to do with, the work I'm doing, uh, for, for my income and stuff. And it's just, it's, it's too much of a distraction and a bad habit, uh, for me to use it. And the pressure of posting and blah, blah, just right out the window, man, it's been so good. And again, like, you know, this is something you got to think about, like, what, why, why are you on it? (laughs) Why are we on it? And, if you've got good reasons, then stay on it, use it, promote yourself on there, do what you got to do. But if you really don't have a good thing, then take a break. Like I've been feeling so much better in my head, not scrolling, not looking at stuff. I, I I've even cut off news for the time being, and I don't know what's going on around the world right now. That's why this episode is so about my internal brain and thoughts and stuff rather than you know when I talk about things that are happening I do miss all that stuff I do miss my sports I do miss getting news alerts I I heard this crazy thing about a plane door opening midway through a flight or something uh, that my friends were talking to me about and I was like wow that's crazy I had heard nothing about it it was insane that there was no like I've just not been bombarded with stuff and it's it's been helping me calm down again Again, I bring it back to my own brain and the way it functions and what's best for it. And so it's kind of been a bit more relaxing. Uh, I'm not doing a permanent ban. I'm not like I'm going to go off it completely. But my intention is at least till end of Feb so I get a couple of months break from it. And then even if I go back, maybe there'll be more clarity on uh, what are the things I want out of it. Is it A useful tool for me personally, and do I want? What do I want to do with it? Um, It's awkward because after a few shows, I haven't really publicly said this yet to anyone. Really, no one has. uh, I called, I called my Instagram. So you know, I had about like eleven thousand followers or something, and I went through it and went over the years and I went, "What's the point of this number?" Like it's it's so crazy how social media warps your brain. So I went through it and looked at people who either have friends and family included like accounts that they haven't used in years or interacted with in years. Um, so I deleted them off. I, you can literally take people off from following you. Like you delete them off your followers list. Uh, which is kind of, it was, it felt so refreshing to just clean that aspect. And so, uh, so not just the people you're following, but your followers. And I deleted those off. Then I deleted any business accounts of people that, um, yeah, oh, uh, sorry, of uh, business accounts that I'm like, why is this restaurant following me? They probably did it at some point because they saw, uh, I, you know, this is an active account. Maybe I'll follow them back. I'll become aware. Whatever these tactics are, I went off you go because you don't really interact with me either. I don't care who you are. Boom. Then I removed all. So there's a lot of dead accounts, these kind of accounts, and then I removed a lot of people who might have actually been engaging with me as well who were just in the wrong geography. And I was like, I don't. why are these guys on? <laughs> it might be because I'd done something with a comic from that place. And and so I got a lot of followers from them and I started removing them. And I called it down from 11K to 2K. It took me about almost two weeks. I'd do it on the side whenever I was sitting around free. And, and it felt great. And part of me was like, oh, my God, I've you know, my account will look smaller. And it looks like I only have like, like now I Only have 2,000 followers. Um, but I, <laughs> this is what I meant when I said social media warps your brain so bad, doesn't it? Uh, if I was in a room with 2,000 people, it would overwhelm me. And, and, and so when I looked at it, I was like, man, even this 2,000 is too much. And so I, ideally I I'd, I'd, I'd want to just I I wanted to bring it down to zero and rebuild everything but <laughs> I also hit my deadline of like this is when I'm going off social media. Uh so I made a call and for now I've just I've just gone off it. Um and like I was saying is it's a bit awkward sometimes because after some shows people have come up to me and go, "Hey, what's your Instagram handle?" and I I, I haven't and even now I don't think on a personal level on face-to-face me i tell people i'm not using it i just don't want to get into that conversation and so i've just gone hey this is it but i'm imagining a few people are going to be very disappointed when they follow me see it's kind of like a dead account or if they message me there and i don't respond uh tough <laughs> tough luck and um you know i've got my email and website on so if someone really wanted to get through they can it's uh let's make them work right but uh yeah i didn't tell people it's um let's see again how it plays out i'm curious out of like uh one of one of the little things that i'm interested in is when i open it in 2 months one of the other things would be to see what did i miss right were there a bunch of messages were there was there anything and if not and yeah i'm just curious about what it will look like in 2 months as well so i'm 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 quite interested in uh in this little experiment I'm doing. Um, most of all, just for my own sake, man. And I'm telling you, my brain feels so much better. I can't I can't go on. It's only been 20 days, but I, I feel such a huge difference in my emotions, in my regulation of my emotions. And, you know, the whole stop comparing yourself to others, blah, 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 blah. There's enough reason out there online to do it. Um, it's been great. All right, it's been great. It does make my phone a little more useless to me as well. Not useless, but you know, I've essentially stuck to WhatsApp, uh, which some might consider a form of social media, uh, and to phone calls, and a game I've got down. I used to play on PCs back in the day. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. I never learned how to. It's the game called Mah- Mahjong, Mahjong, and it's like a pairing, matching game, whatever. But that that's my uh, like letting off steam when I'm stuck somewhere. I used to scroll social media. I'll play this game or do something else instead. Uh So the phone hasn't felt like such a huge burden on me too. Like I can, nowadays, I just leave the phone lying around, around the house and, and I don't stress about like, have I missed a notification, blah, blah, blah. And I realized how much it had like, you know, tentacles around me. That That's what it was. And so the phone and social media, both of those things, feels a lot lighter now. And um, maybe it's going to be tricky going back to it. But if I have good reason, I will. All right. So that's what's going on with me. That's uh, essentially my New Year's resolution stuff. Um, I'm very interested in, in, in this little experiment and taking you guys through what it means. Uh, will it mean I, I, I get it more done, blah, blah, blah. And and we'll see. So anyway, uh I like um I I I have I have been missing the basketball season that's been going on. I might start catching up on that at some point. Um this uh you know the other thing that's kind of made me make these moves though is in the last couple of years, I've seen a lot of people my age get really sick. And I wonder I've also met a lot of people opening up about being ADHD and being diagnosed, especially after the 2020 um, uh, kind of stressful year that everyone had. And, and I do wonder, is the ADHD something that sparked more uh, because we're more aware of it or how to diagnose it? Is it a lot of false diagnosis because of social media, making people kind of have the symptoms of ADHD? So devices and all that who knows what's going on? All I know is I do like my meds. Man, I love my meds. They even if I'm not truly ADHD. Um, who knows? <laughs> Cuz god god we're just all trying to experiment out here. Uh those meds and I'm not encouraging you to take it. I I might be. Um they're they just set me right so well. Along obviously I do other stuff. I do a lot of like focus work, meditation, uh training. I never thought I'd be saying, I'd, I'd be doing these things. I look down at this stuff so much in my early life and, and, and all that, like exercise is a big part of it. Trying to keep myself organized helps, um, learning techniques to do it. But the med man, the, the, I take Concerta and it's such a light dose, the lightest dose, but it, it just helps my dopamine so much. It means I, I, I don't get tired at the end of like long training programs and stuff it's seen such a big difference for me. And a lot of people <clears throat> when I mention this, they get really scared of meds and and I get it. I get why. Uh, traditionally people have been scared of uh, drugs for this use and stuff and blah blah blah. But I if if you need it, you need it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, of course, don't abuse these things. Of course, be careful before you start and really maybe go to two, three doctors before you take your time. But when you need it, you need it, all right? So A, stop discouraging people from taking it because you don't know how much their life might change. And B, if you're feeling, uh, if you if you have something, just like any other um, health issue that someone might have, you got to uh, help it with the right meds and and, and, and rely on that too. You know, um, God, it's it's not that hard. Yeah, man, I'm really like preaching today. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I started this episode thinking, you know what? I, I really <laughs> I have good intentions every time I start an episode and I think I'm going to keep it light, have a little bit of fun. And, and then I guess when you do a solo podcast, all these thoughts come streaming streaming into your mind and you you. Uh, Talking about streaming, that's a, ah, that's another one I've been trying to, that's a hard one to control because <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I cut out a few, um, but some are on annual package, all these apps that I have. And um, so because the annual subscription hasn't run out, I still have them. And then a few of them uh, I cancel, but I kind of renewed because there was something I wanted to watch. Largely, I've been off TV quite a bit too. And again, it's been kind of good, like not just generally my addictive nature has been calmer because I've been making these moves. And that's wonderful. Right. So I feel really good about that, too. Um, sometimes, you know, deep down, I think one of the things that's surfacing is like I was worried. Well, what what I talk to people about if I have to sit there and catch up with people, go, hey, how's it going? Did you catch the latest game episode? Blah, blah, blah. If I take that away, who am I? am i interesting at all <laughs> and that my friends is the question we all have to answer don't we we got to figure out um if we've uh, if we've got any debt to us and maybe that's what we all run away from right that am i just a boring useless ex- human being that exists for no reason or okay let's take this chance and figure out um if, if I got something. So, uh, if I, over the year, I might lose a lot of friends who might go, Hey, he's so boring to talk to. Now. <laughs> in which case on the episodes, I'll be like, listen, don't do what I did. If you like your social circle and your friends. So, so hang on, don't forget everything I said in my first episode of 2024. Um, you know, 2023 sounded really exciting in my head and it in the previous episodes, I've kind of talked about how there were there was some real highs, some real lows as well. Uh, I have a weird feeling about 2024, not a bad feeling, but just like it feels generally a lot slower as well. and it, it, I'm not sure what to expect of this year. Uh, and, and that again is a strange feeling to me because most times I'm quite on a high at the beginning of the year for various reasons. Um, maybe it's just a habit I've, I've, I've kind of put my brain into and this year it's kind of breaking up. So feels a bit different, but I'm, uh, I'm excited to, uh, podcast through this year. Every time I get on it, I, I, I quite enjoy it. It's, it's, um, it's awesome to discuss ideas into a mic by myself. (laughs) I think it forces me to think a lot too, um, in terms of uh, performances and stuff, guys, uh, I, I, I'm very excited. If you're based in Dubai, come down to um, the Courtyard Playhouse. We've got this improvised uh, office-based uh, show coming up. So look out for the dates for that. Uh, I am doing very limited stand-up for the first couple of months. But there's a great place called the Clavichord in uh, Barsha Heights. That's the area. It's run by Mad Cat Comedy by one of my f- really good friends and fellow comic, Migdad. It's such a good night. It's such a great place to watch comedy. So, uh, you know, go check that out if you're based in Dubai as well. Or if you're visiting this part of town, you'd be surprised by how good that comedy scene is right now. And, and, and so I love, uh, you know, I've been really enjoying doing that too. And uh, I, I've been getting a lot of inquiries from Riyadh and Saudi in general. and And maybe... I haven't put it on my list of goals for the year, but that's maybe one of the things that I might hit hard uh, or it might just happen, in which case I'd be, you know, it'd be great to do do a a place where I grew up in, I grew up in Jeddah, but you know, Saudi, Saudi's home in some ways to me, always will be. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to all that stuff, I guess, for the year. Uh, I've talked a lot. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'll catch you on the next one when it hits. Uh, Until then, take care, have fun, and uh, see if you can hold on to your resolution uh, to at least the first week of Feb so that you are above those 43%. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. See you later. Bye-bye.